you've reached Miss Confidentiality, where a non-professional is professional advice. Hey lovelies, welcome to another episode of Miss Confidentiality. Today we have two very special guests on, you're, you're not even going to believe me when I say it, but we have the host of the Roommates podcast on, Hafiz Mbilo. Now before we begin, I just want to remind everyone I'm a master's student in counseling psychology and I like to use my platform to go over one or two entries pertaining to love or lust. Never a fan of wasting time? Let the quickie begin. Alright, so today's entry is written in by a woman who would like to stay completely anonymous, so no age, no name, and no location. But her question is, for women who have two or more baby fathers, do you think they have to settle for a certain kind of guy because of the baggage they carry? Now, I'm going to throw it to you two to let you share your own personal opinion in regards to this question. Sounds good. Chris, you want to go first? Oh, oh my God. Let me just run into the <laughs> I think this happened last time. Sorry, Chris. I know, I know. It's always, it's always me. I'll go first. I don't, I don't care. I just gave you the opportunity if you want to. I don't want to go first. All right, cool. I'll go first. Yes. Alrighty. So the first question that I would have is one: What does she mean by settle mm-hmm. for a certain type of guy? Mm-hmm. I think that's a very important language. That I'm curious what she means by that. Mm-hmm. So she's saying that because I have two children from two separate fathers, I should settle for an abusive man. Mm-hmm. That I should settle, settle for a man who has an alcohol addiction. That I should uh, settle for a man who is emotionally detached. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the difficulty of this conversation is what is she saying settle, mm-hmm. right? So if she's describing settling as settling with somebody with bad emotional character, then obviously no. Yeah. No matter what you've gone through in life, no one deter- no one deserves to be in an emotionally unhealthy or spiritually unhealthy environment. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that anybody should be settling for something that's toxic, that's unhealthy or physically or emotionally dangerous for their well-being, especially the well-being of her two children. Mm-hmm. Okay, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> My second question is if she's not talking about settling as in emotional or spiritual um, unhealth, yeah. then my question is, is she talking about settling like should I settle for a guy who's five foot seven instead of six foot three? Yeah, that's a good point. Should I settle for a guy who's dark skinned when I like light skins? Mm-hmm. Should I settle for a guy who makes seventy five thousand when I want a guy who makes two hundred and fifty? Yeah. So my thought process is if somebody is saying that I know my life is less than ideal from mm-hmm. the outside looking in yeah. and I want somebody to accept my less than ideal life, how can a person then simultaneously not accept somebody else's less than ideal life mm-hmm. from the outside looking in? And that's where I, I think if she's talking about something like that, yeah, I think I think right now the values and the mindset is, is off. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to let you go, Chris, in terms of your opinion before I, I jump in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, with the first part, what Hafiz said about spiritual, physical, mm-hmm. emotional abuse, you should never ever settle for that or accept that. 
any kind of unhealthy behavior in a relationship, man or female, you should not accept it. Yeah. So not gonna we go beat a dead horse about that. As far as um, settling, as far as like the baggage that she she's coming with, initially, my first thought was when when that question popped up in my head, I was like, ooh, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not like I'm just like two kids, two different baby fathers. I mean, not obviously we're not jump, judging her, but mm-hmm. like looking from a guy perspective, um, I know that most of my single friends wouldn't, you know, wouldn't even talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my thing is, it's like if she has, if she, if she has all those things going on, like. I think kind of like what Hafi said, like you can't look for the exceptional Michael B. Jordan guy, mm-hmm. you know, because those guys are not going to want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So she does have to change um, some of the things. She may have to look with other guys that have kids, you know. Mm-hmm. She may have to look for certain guys that that love kids so much and doesn't mind dating um, women uh, with kids. Um, because I personally don't know a lot of guys that, do, that does that, but... Um, she definitely would have to change some of her qualifications, basically. Um, so it's, it's like Stefan um, always says when he came on our podcast, if you want a certain level of guy, you have to raise your qualifications. Mm-hmm. Um, but certain, certain times, it's like if you know that you have some things that you're carrying, you may have to you know lower your qualifications and not be so picky um, about certain things. Um, so as long as she finds somebody that is healthy emotionally, physically, and spiritually towards her, then all the everything else really shouldn't matter after that. I guess in my my head initially, I I I'm exactly the same as you guys. I went to like abusive relationship, but I don't think I was thinking physically or emotionally or mentally or even spiritually as much as I was feeling like financial abuse. I feel like a lot of women, for whatever reason, who have kids seem to find these partners who are somewhat, in my opinion, financially abusing them, whether it's not, they're just not contributing the same amount to the household. They might be like living rent fee, rent free, rent free. (laughs) They might be, um, not, not have a job at the time. Like just those small things where I almost feel like if somebody does have children, they, and, and they're being treated right in all other areas, they almost overlook that financial piece. That's not, like helpful and I don't think you should necessarily be taking care of the female's children but I do feel like you should be pulling your weight where I'm like I feel like there's a disconnect a lot of times financially in that area but then I was also thinking when you guys were talking was a lot of males who do have children but they have maybe changed their life or you know they kind of like you said added to their qualifications or you know changed their ways or matured because a lot of these people have kids when they're young as well I don't feel like they have the same pressure as females do in terms of that baggage do you know what I mean like just that word baggage is like I do feel like a lot of people do see children as somebody's baggage but when it comes to like males it's almost like oh you have two kids that's a little that that kind of crummy but it's not it's not the end of the world if you're making that 75 and stuff yeah I I definitely see that I mean I know for if I have a kid Mm -hmm. not or whatever um, I said if I don't have a yeah. kid. <laughs> if I did have a kid and I show that I am a great father, loving mm. father, take care of my kids, drop my kids off at school, yada yada yada, do his or her hair, all those things, yeah. that becomes very attractive to women. Yeah. 
That, that's um, yeah. Yeah. So it, I could definitely see where you get that get that stigma from. But I'm kind of like, is there a why? Like I'm not a male, so I can't necessarily say why. But is there a why? Because I know for I think many women I can't speak for all women but I feel like many women they see it as if you're taking care of your responsibility they're no they're no longer baggage if that makes sense you know what I mean it's like it's not it's almost like you said it's like the height thing like you are maybe you wanted somebody six five but now you have somebody six foot you're it's not the end of the world I feel like women don't see it as the end of the world it's like I would have liked to have my first child with you but you have one already and that's fine so is there a reason like why males or why you guys think males might be just a little bit less excited about this you're taking care of your kid and doing all that stuff but I still don't want any part of it so I, I would go two things. So the first thing I would say, like I said, Chris used the word baggage. I disagree with him using that word. That's why I didn't say the word baggage because mm-hmm. I don't believe children are baggage. Shame on like, you, Chris. <laughs> no, I, I said I said way worse thing in my life. Uh, I, I honestly don't believe that, but I do believe that baggage can come with children, mm. and that's a difference, right? Mm. So, for example, if you're a woman and Mike, Mike, I'm just asking questions. Mm-hmm. If you're no longer with the child's father, my question is why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So was it a mostly toxic relationship that you fully invested in and you're recovering from? Mm-hmm. Is it is and if and if that's so, then if this guy's toxic man, whether that's financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, then you have to deal with this man for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So if I come into your life with him, now I gotta deal with this toxic man. Right. And then you have also the, the dynamic of in and, and to answer your question and people can disagree with this as much as they want. But in, in most healthy relationships, mm-hmm. the male plays a leadership role. And when I use the word leadership role, usually the leader is a person who if everything goes wrong, it's his responsibility to make things right. OK. Um, and so when. When um, a child belongs to a male, mm-hmm. he controls the child. So for women, it's like they know that if I'm trusting this man, mm-hmm. that he's going to keep the child in check. Right. For the most part. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge for a lot of guys is that like that child is, is in theory kept in check by the child's father. Okay. And if the child's father's not there, there's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But I think it's like, I'm not, like, the whole, I'm, you're not my dad. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> like, like, idea, I think, is extremely hurtful mm-hmm. um, for guys. And it's something that, like I said, that's baggage. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a kid who's, who feels like, oh, I can do whatever I want in another man's house. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I said, women, I've heard women have the issue as well, and it's difficult. Um and so, yeah, so I think what happens is with a girl with kids, a lot more things that come into the equation. So, for example, even guys with kids, how many single fathers are there? Really, I know some single fathers. Yeah. But a lot of times a guy will have kids. The other woman is a rich mother of a child would usually have the responsibility of that child. Yeah. But nine times out of ten in my personal experience, when a woman has a child, usually she's in, under having responsibility and yeah. care for that child. So it's a different dynamic when a guy's walking in. He's like, I know that this kid's always going to be there and I'm going to have to take care of it. But the woman, I don't think the woman looks, even though she lovingly will take care of it, 
taking care of it is probably not as much of her responsibility. Yeah. And there's a myriad of different reasons why, and I could go into them for days. But in all honesty, as simply as possible, mm-hmm. it goes back to tolerance, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, women don't have to tolerate what they tolerate. Yeah. And so a lot of double standards, like, why can't men do this if women can't do this? No, honestly, women don't have to tolerate it. Yeah. Amen. If women said, if women said we don't want guys who have kids, then therefore guys without kids will, will not be high demand in the market. Yeah. But the reality is that women tolerate it and just men just don't. And so women ask men to change their, change what they tolerate. Men are like, no, we're pretty rigid. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with that. So a lot of women get mad, but it's like, yo, you easily can have that same standard as well. No, I completely, I completely agree. I was wondering, because I know Bilo used baggage. I won't lie, I do see it as baggage as well, but I think that might just be because of my upbringing. Like, I grew up in a, ho- a home that was separated, so I almost feel like I was baggage, if that makes sense. Like, that's just how I was kind of raised, so... I think I just use it because that's how I feel. And I, that's how I feel like a lot of people see me or see me as, as a child. Um, but I was wondering, uh, Chris, do you think that this has anything to do with pride at all in terms of the men, as you mentioned, like, or as you guys mentioned, like, do you think men and their pride have something to do with the fact that why they won't take on necessarily this quote unquote baggage compared to, as you said, females who will take on this this role take on this role as being a stepmother to these children uh, i don't i mean i can see it being um prideful in mm-hmm. a sense like, i'm not saying that there's no case that it was that pride was not involved mm-hmm. um I, but i do think that men um can be selfish in ways that we want to be number one in your life yeah so if you have um you know multiple kids it's like at least during the dating phase, mm-hmm. um, probably every even before marriage, the kids gonna come first, you know, okay. in every way, shape, or form. Um, and then you gotta you gotta work around, you know, finding mm-hmm. the babysitter. You gotta work around uh, how we're gonna see each other, you know, spending time with each other, mm-hmm. um, and all those things that probably men just don't want to deal with. Oh. You know, it's like why would I have to go through, you know, these um, situations where I can just, you know, don't have to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not going to be number one in your life for a while, and then I have to go through um, hoops and ladders to get just to spend time with you mm-hmm. without the kids, um, it's like, you know, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's a sense of pride that's in that. It could be in some cases, mm-hmm. but I also think it's definitely um, selfish as well that, you know, we just want to be, be number one and we don't have to deal with all of that. And I would even, I, I love what Chris said. That was an excellent point. I wouldn't even call it selfish. I think it's just reality. Mm-hmm. If I told you, hey, um, there's two guys, both of them 6'3", handsome, love God. One of them only has it, and they're equal. They're equal. Mm-hmm. One of them is only available on Mondays. One of them is available Monday through Friday. Which guy would you date? For me? <laughs> like, wait, 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 what happened? Um... Both of them are 6'3", mm-hmm. both of them are handsome, both of them love God, everything's the same, there's yeah. no different. One of them is only available on Mondays, one of them is available Monday through Friday. Which one would you date? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna date, of course, the Monday to Friday. Exactly. Yeah. So what happens a lot of times is that, like I said, Chris, Chris says, not just pride, 
is that I don't think some girls understand when you're when you're a guy mm-hmm. who's very successful, very like and a lot is going for you. You have a myriad of options. Mm-hmm. So when you have so many options, it's like naturally you would like you like you pointed out right now, you would pick the best available option. Yeah, yeah. The number one challenge if, if, if a girl has two kids, you will be priority number three for as many years as it is mm-hmm. when you're dating. And then in marriage, it's going to be a very, very difficult situation for her to go from her whole life, mm-hmm. her kids being a number one priority, to you being that. So it may be a six-year, seven-year period where you are not a priority, not more priority in her life. Yeah. Versus the other woman you date, you're automatically number one because she has no kids. Yeah. So you just factor that into the equation, you know, and, and, and is that... Like Safan says, okay, this like then that is uh that is baggage, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like then that's an issue because like I don't, I just can't even spend time with you. So there must be other things that you're doing to supplement, you know, whatever you're lacking. And yeah. that's where I feel like some people don't even try to consider that. Okay, like if you're if you're if you're slacking on time, mm-hmm. then you must be, you know packing in a different area mm-hmm. that makes that over that, that you know overcomes it but i don't think a lot of people even realize that or even try to improve in that regards i almost feel like what the gist of it is i feel like it kind of goes back to what people have said always about females and men like i feel like when i'm listening to this conversation it's mostly men kind of look at it from a logical standpoint if that makes sense like it's just about logistics it's not necessarily about how great that person is or if they're a great mom or not like that's that's all good and dandy but you're always looking at it from like a strategic logical standpoint whereas i think the issue is with not even the issue but i think the difference as you said or the double standard that's out there is females often go off of emotion they they they're the logics a lot of times come second to a lot of females so even though it doesn't necessarily make logical sense they're going off of like that connection that they had with that person no i agree and i would say that i would say um i think men is connection to extent as well Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of guys won't go out of their way to seek a connection because I think initially, and this is where I actually I, I like how women are more emotional connection-wise mm-hmm. for some areas. But at the beginning, I think men, the logic is better. Mm-hmm. So I think like at the beginning, women should be more logical, which is why, you know, some women will date guys who are abusive and have all these issues. And, mm-hmm. and like, well, you don't know him the way I do. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't, you don't see that he's beating you every night. Like, mm-hmm. So there's things that like... They're logical that you have to be able to see at the beginning. And I feel as though when it comes to certain women, the logical thing is that there's, especially if I have a lot of, if I'm a guy, mm-hmm. there's things that are better right now. Um, and I think, like I said, I think women do it the same way, but I think like, the, like you point out, the value, the value system is just radically different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so I think as a professional, something I would take away from this, number one is obviously this writer wrote in anonymously and used 
words like baggage. So I, I'm just going to assume that the people she's talking about that she's settling for are not five, seven opposed to six, one, whereas it might be just the way that they're treating her emotionally or physically, or even just maybe taking advantage of the fact that her options seem slim picking when it comes to her circumstance. So I think number one would definitely be, be realistic. Um, as I can't remember if it was Chris or have said, but you can't expect to maybe find a guy who doesn't have children to want to take on the role as stepfather, whereas somebody who has children may be more inclined to take on that role, more understanding of your circumstance a lot of people have children when they're young they might have had their child when they're young so they can understand that people grow and evolve and it doesn't necessarily define you or your decision making in regards to you having separate baby fathers also I would suggest you connect with other moms um I say that because what why not have other experiences to kind of bounce your ideals or expectations off of especially mothers who maybe have moved on in new relationships or even in the dating phase for you to kind of get an idea of what that looks like for you in the circumstance that you're in gaining a support system in my opinion, can never be wrong. And it just allows you to not feel so alone in this process or even feel rushed, right? Where you're able to kind of have a laugh if like a date doesn't go right in comparison to going home by yourself and reliving and reevaluating everything every time something doesn't go right in terms of the dating sphere. Um, But be cautious, remain patient, and I would say gain confidence around any traps that there might be. I know and I do believe that there's always going to be that bit of, settling quote unquote and when it comes to people who have children but I also don't think that you have to settle for things more than I guess aesthetically right like you know height or even maybe settling for somebody's income that is 50 opposed to 60 those are all fine and dandy but I don't think that means you need to settle for those traps where it's like because somebody treats your children right and treats you right then they therefore should be sleeping on your couch for free so I think for myself at least I think where a lot of people get trapped is that financial abuse in my opinion or financial I don't know, maybe taking advantage of them financially. Whereas I think physical and mental people are able to kind of see that or they're aware of what that looks like. Whereas I feel like financially people aren't as aware or they might feel like, yeah, I know he doesn't like necessarily pull his weight in this area, but he's loving my children. So it's just something to think about. Um, But in closing, I just want to thank you guys for coming on. I really, really appreciate that you you guys came on. I just appreciate it. So can you let everybody know, though, where they can tune into the Roommates podcast? I know, of course, how to find it, but just for anybody who's a new listener. Yeah, you can find our podcast on all podcast platforms. Google Play, Stitcher Radio, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. etc., etc., at the roommates podcast you can type that in Mm -hmm. you'll find us social media it's a little bit different it's roommates htx so it's like houston texas so roommates r double o double m a t e s h t x and for anyone else it's the same for miss confidentiality you can find it on all major platforms and don't forget to join me in our weekly discussions and quizzes and surveys and all that nonsense at Miss Critchlow. So M-I-S-S-C-R-I-C-H-L-O-W. And if you have an entry of your own, you could submit it at MissConfidentiality with two Ys at gmail.com or you could just slide into my DMs like everyone else. Bye lovelies.